I did all the nominating this week, and this film, Dead Man's Shoes, is something that's cropped up in quite a few top fives recently. So I thought, given that I know at least one of you hadn't seen it, Pete, that I would nominate it. So here we are. Excellent. Has everyone in the room seen this film now? Yes. Yes. I have. Did we all rewatch it for this? Yes. 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 I rewatched it for the first time, I don't know, maybe 10 years or something. I hadn't seen this film all however long. Yeah, it was a good while since I had seen it and I could remember the general gist of it, but not quite how no, fucking brutal no. it actually was. So it's the story of Richard, played by Paddy Considine, who we get some flashback footage of him and in his youth with his brother and the family, some old sort of grainy Super 8 footage mm. interspersed with him walking to this disused kind of derelict farm building with his brother. And so should we just go straight for the the spoil? If anyone hasn't seen this, we are going to completely spoil it because it does have a real kick over an end this one. Yeah, there's a, there's a, okay. there's a twist. Uh, do you want to go there? straight to that now? Well, for, for me, because I'd forgotten to the point where I'd seen oh, it I that remember, long. I remembered this bit. I knew there was a twist, I knew, but it was that long since I'd seen it. And I remembered as I was going through the film, ah, oh, right, okay. But I... When I turned this on and started watching it, it was like watching it for the first time. Okay. Well, they, they they tease it out and you get flashbacks of his brother with the, get this drug yeah. gang yeah. and they are bullying him relentlessly and teasing him and just making his life a misery. He is, I think, autistic. Yeah. So he's, he's No, like, I don't yeah, think so. There's learning difficulties. Yeah, that yeah. Was, in, that yeah. was in the text that I researched. But anyway, yeah. he has some kind of learning difficulty. And it's they, Toby Kebbell and yeah. it's a fantastic performance yeah. of somebody because it's not a patronising over no. the top... You know, it's a difficult role to play and he plays it really well. And what's more astonishing, and I found this out today, is he was basically given the role one day before filming began. Really? Yeah. So well, it's, it's a really... I, so I, I watched it. I, I recognised him. I haven't actually... Is it Rock and Roller he's yeah, in? Yeah. And I've seen him, I think, in some, some other stuff. He was in one of the Planet of the Apes movies. He was in the Fantastic Four. Both, both him and Paddy Considine have played the same guy from Factory Records. One in control and oh, and twenty four hour party people. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So so on on his performance, I'd seen that actor before, and I can't remember what it is that I've seen him in. I've seen bits of rock and roll. I've never actually seen the the, the whole film. There's something that I'd seen him in, but he. Oh no, it's uh, the the guy, Black Mirror guy. He's in an episode Charlie of Black Booker. Mirror. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, that actor is in an episode of Black Mirror. But my missus who watched this with me again for the first time, same as me, she asked, oh, is that, is that, does that actor have learning difficulties? Is like, that's sort of kind of how convincing it it was. Yeah, and he is giving quite a physical performance as well. He's not downplaying the disabilities that someone in that position might have. But but like you say, trivially understated uh, as well, that did all it it needed to, to get across. Because basically what happens is, is, We've got the Paddy Constantine's character, you know who I mean. He, he's going back because he's from the army and he finds out that his brother's been well terrifically bullied. It, it, yeah, it's, it's he, definitely set up as a revenge plot. Mm. That is pretty clear right from the get-go. But because of the interactions, his brother's always with him, he speaks to him, you get flashbacks of the bullying. You don't know exactly to what extent. Why is he quite so... So going for these guys, you know, other than the fact that they're like oh, horrible. Yeah. Fucking well, because he's pure rage from the second he's on the screen. The very screen, first interaction yeah. he has with anyone is in that cafe. Yeah. I think it is. And it's he's like sat a in the corner with his, club. yeah, I don't yeah. know, it's a working man's cup. And the guy just comes in and brazenly dealing drugs at the pool table. He just fucking stares at him. 
yeah with his brother there and i think his brother says that's that's one of them yeah that's and then kind of looks away and he yeah he cowers and yeah, he yeah physically is like hunched over and cowering and paddy constantly just fucking stares at this guy and he, the guy sort of clocks him a couple of times carries on doing his thing and then he says, "What the fuck?" Is he saying? Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What the fuck, the fuck, fuck are you looking at?" at? And he just comes back with like, "You, you, you come." Yeah, and it's <laughs> a fucking terrifying opening into yeah. this guy's psyche. The, he is a fucking maniac. Th- this now it, it begins, doesn't it? It begins with this, and this guy has no idea yeah. of the absolute tidal wave of pain that is heading his way, and the the, the and until you watch all the film. And it's one of those straight away you would go, I'd need to watch this back again, you know, to, just to get. Is the, there anything that gives is away? Anything that gives it away yeah. and, and to get the full rage because I didn't, you know, from the beginning I was thinking, oh, well, you know, something's going to happen. He's going to beat him up or yeah. you know, he's clearly not happy. It's only when you realise why he is. Yeah. Is, yeah. You think these fuckers never had a chance. They mm. never had a chance of the rage of this guy of what has happened. Well, you've you've got the the main guy of the gang, Sonny. Mm. The rest of them are kind of idiots, just sort of yeah, footmen, just foot soldiers. They're minions. small time crim, thugs. crims, thugs in a small time provincial English yeah, I mean, town. It's, it's I mean, it's like really big, brave, uh, brave and hard when there's weak, frightened characters yeah, around. Anywhere, yeah, yeah. anyone else, and they will crumble. They're bored. They're unemployed. They've got drugs and not a lot else i mean e- even in the they're sort of they they are meant to be kind of pathetic characters and, and obviously they they you know they're, they're fucking horrible to anthony the, yeah. the the brother and some to obviously like a more significant extent than others there's obviously like physical and sexual abuse going on where where sonny is concerned mm. it's it's hinted at as opposed to actually you don't sort of see anything like definitely concrete happen but there's the bit where he's like, oh, you know, you can suck my dick or get yeah. the the get the special prize, and the special prize is just a punch in the head. But the re- the reason why it was kind of almost like laughable sort of characters because even well, they the- are silly. They turn up in that fucking two CV. Well, that's exactly what, you know what I was mean? going to say. They like clowns. The bit where the bit where he sort of you know he shoots his own guy. Yeah. And then they're kind of like they're all rattled, Alan, and I Alan, just looked yeah. at it and like that scene, and it's like it's 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 chilling, it's horrifying, it's it's tragic, but it's it's also quite funny. And then they're like pulling, then pulling away, all serious and and obviously totally shell shocked in like a shitty two CV. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know whether that was because it was just appropriate for the town they were in. That they oh, that's it. That's why I think they it, just it's... had no money to make this film to get a better car. <laughs> no, I, th- I think like they they probably could have had the means to get a, a better car. You can get like pretty decent secondhand cars in the UK like so I think and that no, it's, it it's again it was, it's it, yeah it's, it it's exactly ludicrous. to make them look like they think that they're a big deal in their town and they probably are a big so deal in their the town thing, but right? they but they are kind of la- you can you know they're pathetic characters as well because he's not Richard Paddy Considine this sort of rage-fueled r- revenge monster he's not John Rambo even though it's clear that he's like stupidly well-trained and you know he's an ex-paratrooper yeah we know yeah that. it's kind of showing here's what like one competent well-trained individual can do against like a yeah. gang of absolute dipshits they're not trying to say oh he's like you know he's got the st george's cross and you know he's not the the top it's, no he's it's, not indestructible it, even it's really him. well done and and understated because obviously the the training and everything comes into play 
but you don't you don't see it because yeah. it's the way he infiltrates all yeah. of their their houses, their lives, you know, with writing things on the wall, painting their faces whilst well, they're that's, asleep. That's what happens there because overall this film is not terrifying, but it's it's a portrait of a man who's so filled with rage and he will stop at nothing to get these guys. But before he starts seriously up in the ante, there's a few moments of levity yeah. where first of all he breaks into the apartment and there's a reason why he does it, but he also he spray paints them. He, you know, one of them gets a clown haircut. One, <laughs> one he sprays knob on the back of his jacket. Yeah, he just Who clown. continues wearing that jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny that they, they didn't change out of it. The Sonny, he actually does clown face on him, but he steals all the gear. Yeah, which I thought was just something just to annoy them at first, but it plays. It's part of the it's plan. Part of the plan later on. And one of the things as well, because as you as you pointed out, Paddy Constantine, Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> Constant, constant Paddy. He's actually a much smaller stature than than Sonny when they square off at yes. the two Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's in his eyes. That, he's not looking off. In he's particular. not looking away and he's totally not scared. That scene in particular because it's... It kind of reminds you, so like we, we all grew up in Jersey and like to some extent we would have all encountered like, you know, when you were younger, pre- yeah. predominantly like some kind of confrontation. There'd be like kids who you don't know or you heard about or that, you, that they're like enemies of other children yeah. and stuff. And so that that happens. And, and every now and again, that would happen in, in like, well, certainly in my youth where there'd be like a lad, oh, like, oh there's that dick, like, you know, and, and then if they stood up to you, when you, you know, just like, oh, what were you doing the other night? And they sort of like stood up to you. It was kind of like, okay, well, there might be a little bit more to this person than you think. In this, like, and, you know, and these are sort of fully grown adults. The bit where the 2CV is driving along the road, they see him stood by the side of the road. Yeah. And Sonny gets out to, you know, just, just to come and like flex his well, muscles and try and intimidate. Yeah, like to try and intimidate. Well, three guys in the car all thinking exactly. they're going to chin him. Exactly. You know, I think, I think get, it's four Sonny's going to batter him here. And when he just says, "Yeah, so what I've heard," it, and he goes, "Yeah, it was me," yeah. straight away. And you, you, like That's mentioned the, this in yeah. in a previous yeah, in a me, previous part. Me, yeah. yeah, okay. And it's so much. So straight away, you know, like fuck. You're not, you're not scared of me, are you? Exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. And he just holds out his hand, palm up, and he, he points and he goes, "You're right, fucking there." Yeah, yeah. And he's, <laughs> but but it is fearlessness that is verging on suicidal the more it oh, escalates completely. he doesn't right? care yeah. he gets himself into dangerous positions that even somebody even though he's like completely outwitting them yeah he's better trained yeah, but he's, and he's prepared he's, he's backed up himself with training all this you know he's not just saying it hoping that the guy's gonna call his bluff and and whatever or he's not gonna call his bluff but he's you know he's prepared for everything he wants this and you're right there is I don't give a fuck about yeah, for, what for me, to the I, th- to I think sort of, you know, then watching the film and how it plays out and everything that happens and then obviously like the, the big reveal, but also right at the very end, like what, what Paddy Constantinople says with <laughs> about, you know, when he does say, yeah, he was a fucking embarrassment. Like, you know, he like talks about yeah. disparagingly about his own brother and and it kind of alludes to the fact that he himself was embarrassed about his brother mm. in yeah. previous years before we went off. I think there's a lot off. of guilt there, guilt yeah. being away, couldn't so, help him. And yeah. then all of this has happened. He's heard how it's played, the, the, the tragedy of the story and of what's happened to his brother and how frightened and scared he was in order to eventually, mm. the big spoil, take his own life. At that point, and then you think back through through the rest of the film, he's a train killer. He's obviously not going to be intimidated by like small town dickheads that yeah. that have done something, but he doesn't care whether he lives or dies. And mm-hmm. I think his intention all the way through is to 
he wants it to to be his end. Like he's going to go out, sort he of explicitly says try it. and yeah, try and wrong. Uh, sorry, well, try and right the wrongs of of his own life as well as well, everything well, he that he happened to his brother. Clearly, walk away with his own life and chooses not. to. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, the narration at the beginning as they're walking over the moors, the brothers. He says, "God will forgive them. He'll forgive them and allow them into heaven." I can't live with that, and that's that's his motivation right there. Yeah. He, he he wants to end this, but also. And it plays into what's happened, what will happen at right at the very end of the movie, which we might as well talk about now. Yeah, yeah. He also knows that he has become a monster yeah. as he's tracked these guys down, and it and it does escalate. There's the scene that we've talked about a number of times on the podcast where he appears wearing the gas mask. It's just really very frightening. Yeah. There's the scene. He's got a hammer. He's got a gas hammer, mask yeah. and a hammer. I, I'd say it is it is frightening, but there was part of me that had a kind of curl of laughter ready to happen a lot of the way through this film because it is the, filled with dark humour. The as first well. interactions are, you know, when he spray paints the clown face yeah. and all that. That's funny, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> Nob. And it, but, like, yeah. it's, it's just it a, escalates very quickly. I was going to say it's then they, not funny when he's lacing a kettle full of before, even before and that. Acid. The first guy that goes is a hammer beating to death. Mm. Yeah, they're having a meeting in the pub upstairs. One of them goes up for a piss and finds it's the dead an body, axe, and it's put it? I think it's one an axe. Down. Yeah, he, he's at, yeah because because yeah. you see later on like him, him walking back to the thing and he's walking towards the guy with with an axe. Yeah, and and yeah, at that point though, I was still you know. Because the first half of the movie had had little laughs and things like that, and, and you were still kind of... Well, you're still that rooting just for him. He's still, he, is, yeah. he is the psychotic killer that you're rooting for. I think it's the only film I can think yeah. of. Well, it's I, like watching a Halloween movie yeah. or Jason Voorhees, you know, Friday the 13th, something like that, but rooting for yeah. the, the main I, psycho. I, I found it more rooting like Taken. What's the guy in that? Is Liam Newton, where it had that kind of... <laughs> Who? Uh, Les- Leslie's brother. Leslie Newton, Les- <laughs> where he's... Uh, yeah, just, no, just fill in your own names in and around <laughs> that. If you can blank and bleep it out later. Then I found it was... It reminded me of that a little bit as far as revenge and you were rooting for that person who's going yeah, and doing loads of damage. Yeah. yeah they did. I mean, I, th- I don't know if, if you'll speak... Uh, I know you said that you'd kind of forgotten the film, but you, you must have known... The, like the big things in the film like what it was about you must have known that the brother was ultimately dead yeah. and so on like for me watching this the, the first time I, I did laugh at like you know knob on the back of his jacket because it's just such a like this is yeah. a trained killer yeah. and he's trying to scare the shit out of him but it, it's not it's not written like you know I don't know what it was. Is well, it Cheyenne Stokes or something he'd written Shane on the wall? Stoking. It's about the Last pattern breath. of breath that yeah. you go into. It's a play on the... I didn't look it up, the real term, but right. I think it's a homonym for Shane Stoking. It's the type of breathing pattern you go in just before you die. Okay, so that's like a threat. Yeah. Whereas like knob and, and like, a, like a sort of a multicoloured circle on the back of the yeah. jacket. Like I did... I chuckled and and but it was it was almost like nervous laughter. I knew this was building up yeah. to something. I was terrified all the way through, but not in a not in a, like but in a couldn't take my eyes off it kind of yeah. way. Normally, say with like a horror or something, I'll be scared and I don't want to watch. I do not want to watch it, and I was apprehensive about watching this film. The reason why I'd avoided it is because like a, a mutual friend of ours had said this is fucking like terrifying. It is so so chilling. Yeah. And I and that's why I'd stayed away from it. I thought I don't really need to watch stuff that makes me want to shit my pants. But it's not like that. Sort it's of it's not it's not like that. It's compelling. You can't take your eyes off it. His performance is fucking unbelievable. It yeah. is chilling. It is absolutely chilling. How and the thing is, it's it's so sim so simple. He doesn't use 
big threats and monologues about what he's going to do to them and everything like that. It's it's almost like... He escalates the scene really quickly yeah. and then it makes him always in control yeah. because people are, are like catching up, trying to threaten him and immediately he's taking it way beyond yeah. what they're prepared for and yeah. then someone challenges him. So he's always got the power of the Yeah, the because there's, there's an interesting scene where they where they're talking about what they're going to do and and basically the plan is to, well, we're, you're going to have to like tease him out with some money and I'm going to have to shoot him. And they're all going like, oh, fuck, no, oh, we can't do this. And a couple of guys are like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we, we'll, we'll back you and stuff. So that that doesn't come naturally to them. No. This is a guy who is ready to shoot anyone right in the face at any point. You can see the, the juxtaposition of he is a trained yeah. guy. He's got a plan. He knows exactly what to do. When the shit hits the van for them, they've got like a samurai sword and they've a got a bullet that's crossbow. a gun that's only got one bullet or something. Yeah. Like, it's really Scaramanga's weird. gun. Yeah. So they are they've they've obviously never been challenged. No one's ever stood up to them before. They they just fucking haven't got a clue. Yeah. They decide to basically say so we've got the first guy who's dead. Yeah. They kind of do a runner. But they're the, the especially the three sort of goons, they are panicking because they're just like, he's gonna find us, what we're gonna do, he's like, he's gonna kill us. But they, they shit themselves at both that level and the level of Sonny, where, you know, if they've well, done thought, anything wrong, then Sonny's going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Suddenly yeah. they realise, that guy's Santa Claus compared to the guy <laughs> that we've we yeah. got on our yeah. tail now. But yeah, it, so the power structure in the gang starts to crumble a little. Even yeah. before even before the, the stuff starts to happen, when I think it's Herbie, is it, the guy's name? Yeah, 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 yeah the first guy that has the, it, yeah. the first interaction. He goes back and then he says in the flat, in Sonny's flat, and, or eventually when he realises <laughs> who it is, he was like, yeah. <laughs> And it, but when he realizes who it is, he goes, oh, I think it's Richard, like Anthony's brother. And straight away, Panic. the face, everybody's like looking around going, oh, are you sure that it can't? That he's, they, he's like that legend know. that went off to the army yeah. and he was like a trained killer and you never thought you'd hear well, him again. Because, you go, what, he's back and remember that shit we did to his brother? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly that. They now know that they're in for a fucking torrid time. So one guy just does a runner. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it's fucking grim. Yeah. But, He's not sort of seen for a little while. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the the thing with the the drugs going missing comes back because he puts it in the kettle. Mm. So when they sit down to have a cup of tea, they are like away with the fairies. They are in Spangladesh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he he comes in, and it really really starts to kick off now because they haven't got a clue what's going on. And I really thought Sonny would be the last kill. But not a bit just, of it. Just over bag, so quickly. I wasn't even sure that he had taken any, but clearly he had because you never saw him drinking his tea. His was just at the side, you and, and, and it was. Yeah, it but was, you did see him without his shirt on. Like, it, it, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it, <laughs> this this is what I really loved about the way this film was shot because it's quite clearly on a budget. You know, what well, yeah. he didn't have a ton of money to to shoot this. I think, but. You wouldn't know from the the humour and the the way he's able to squeeze all the value out of the shots. The writing and the acting, absolutely, yeah. And and they obviously, I I heard you say before that Shane Meadows and Paddy Constantinople (laughs) is um, is is good mates, and you can see that they would have you know worked together and. To, to develop the well, Considine's got a writing he, credit on this, this as yeah. well. Yeah. Right, okay. It, then again, it, it it's kind of cements the the tightness of both acting and script. I think they're, and they're direction, just, yeah. and direction. They just hit it off. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. They got 
all the they hit all the notes i think for me on this film when they went for fear they hit fear when they went for humor they got humor and when they they went for anything else in between with any of the characters that you actually started to like herbie a little bit you thought he wasn't too bad i thought thought he was gonna get away whatever you thought one or two of them might get away spoiler no Well, yeah, so Sonny, Sonny is basically taken into a room, plastic bag over the head, and just fucking executed yeah. there and then. And I, that really surprised me because I mm. thought that might be a longer, drawn-out thing. Then he talks Army to... training. Alan. Alan. How does he kill Alan? I can't even remember. He stabs him. Oh, no, it's the, the palm. Oh, it's the palm. Oh, the palm, palm nose. The, uh, the, yeah, yeah, through the, yeah, the yeah. nose bone through the brain. Does an Alan get shot or is that another Alan? No, it's Herbie who gets stabbed, isn't it? Herbie, he, he shows him a suitcase. Yeah. Oh, and I, I fucking just didn't see this coming at all. It, this is one I had forgotten from the first time I'd seen it. I completely, this had gone. Oh. And he says, oh, come on. He sort of befriends him. He sort of convinces him that everything's going to be And he is yeah, absolutely but, but you've off got to his open head. The suitcase. <laughs> you've got to open the suitcase and see what's inside. And it's the guy who's done a runner or crumpled up in this suitcase. Maybe his yeah. face like, his looks face. like it's contorted. Oh, yeah. the, the tarmac. But bear in mind... Previous to this, probably an hour or two before, he's given him the highest dose of of mm. like psychedelic drugs that yeah. any human has ever taken. They put it all in the kettle and made tea out of like what they would have probably sold for thousands of pounds yeah. on the street. And they've had this all mm. unbeknownst mm. to them. So then to open a, a suitcase with a body and you're off for a bad trip, aren't you? Yeah. But the, I mean, then this this was the first time Paddy, Paddy Considine, Considine or Considine? Constantinople. Okay. His character alludes to, because what he says to Herbie, because Herbie like starts like blubbing when he sees his mate in, yeah. in the suitcase, as you would do. And he says, like, oh, it's, oh, it's not nice to lose someone, is it? Mm. And at that point, obviously there hadn't been the reveal of the brother, so I was thinking, what's he t- is he talking about, like, in the army? I thought he was going to say, like, you know, lost people in the army, whatever. We didn't know about the parents or because he that that's clearly what he says. And it was only when we found out that the brother had killed himself that it, that made yeah. sense to me. And he gets Herbie's, Herbie had a knife. Yeah. He's in no fit state to use it anymore. And, he's, and he says, oh, is this for me? Are you going to use that on me? And he, but he's, like, kidding on that, yeah, you know, that, that he's going to be all right. Do you think he was going to let he, him go? I thought it was. I, I just gonna let him go because I think because he starts being pally with Herbie, almost like Herbie's just like he's like a minion. He wasn't yeah, I one of maybe the. Maybe now that Sonny's gone, yeah, he you know it doesn't really matter about who was guy. the he's ringleader. So, yeah. He looked like the guy out of two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. He did a bit, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah, Will no, something. Yeah, he is stabbed and killed. Yeah, so that is effectively the gang gone. But there's one guy who's managed to sort of get out of this and start a new life. He's married and has two children, which were played by Paddy Considine's nephews. They come back to the park with the gas mask and the and knife. And a knife, yeah. yeah. Which is fairly chilling. Really, really <laughs> fucking sinister because I did I did wonder, oh, is there going to be like... I, I didn't know how this was going to play out because, again, you think, well, what's this guy done if if he's the one this that they're looking for? This is where you get for? the, the yeah. big flashback scene and it is fucking awful scene. Oh, well, this, this has got the attention because what he does is he meets the, the last gang member's kids in the park, gives them these kind of inappropriate gifts there's a couple of very sends quick, them um, back to mum mm. who obviously on dad's case here and going yeah. what the fuck's going on she, not pleased she's about another it. shane meadows sort of frequent collaborator mm. she's the mum in this is england there's yeah there's a couple of quick cuts to him in the park with the kids and he's like showing like stabbing motions of what's doing <laughs> <life>. <laughs> yeah fucking hell yeah. yeah but he 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 then visits the house and 
he just says, oh, just tell him I was looking for him. It's it's Anthony's brother. So when he gets back, she says, oh, and you get the same reaction of this yeah. chill. Oh, shit. Like, oh, didn't want. What I liked this about this guy is that instantly he told everything to the missus. Yeah. He, he completely. He told the you story, know, you thought, didn't he? Well, yeah. this, this, is, this is a guy that has no, but not only knows what's up, is repented and wanted to put all that behind yeah. him, wanted to say to the missus, we did some crazy shit. Look, I've got to go and fucking sort this out with him or whatever. But he obviously doesn't get that opportunity to say it to the missus because he gets kidnapped, kidnapped yeah. effectively from home and taken to the barn where it all starts. Cause it opens up with Paddy Constantinople on the, on these pallet boards. In a oh, barn. so that was the, and that's the same I didn't place know where it, was it ends. Just, so that's yeah. the place that he'd been staying. And, I often look right. out for that these days. Actually, right, it's One okay. of the first scenes I look at a, a, a film is where it opens up because a lot of, they circle back to yeah. the end and you know, it, where it ends is where it starts. And, yeah. things. and that, that was the case in, in this movie where he goes back to the barn where his brother eventually hung himself yeah. after the the torture and the terrible behaviour by mm-hmm. his so-called friends in this other gang. That's that flashback assholes. scene of the suicide and the build-up to it is really yeah, it's harrowing. harrowing. Yeah. It is, yeah. but it's but, a part of the film you're that okay doesn't. With it. No, it's a part <laughs> of the film that plot-wise doesn't quite add up for me. Like, oh, he's just left alone, so he gets you know, and he's really high, and then he just hangs himself. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Anyway, it's well, it's not he really... was given all kinds of fucking drugs as well, yeah. wasn't he? He was given all kinds of psychedelic drugs, which would be harmful, you know, for anybody in that kind of environment. That's when you've got a load of as well. when you've got yeah. a load of people. All on top of you, shouting at you, and all of it. Well, at this yeah, point, yeah. They're, 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 at this point, they're on LSD, aren't they? Because they, they, you see him put like a tap of, of acid on his mm. uh, on his tongue, and then they're giving him more. So, I mean, this, this is somebody who who is like cognitively isn't probably as capable as other people, and now is like completely fucked on acid. Mm. But I think that it was it was believable as to this is the climax of what eventually made this this poor lad kill himself. But it doesn't go down quite. Certainly not as I was expecting here, because he actually passes the knife over. Yeah, Paddy Constantine passes the knife over, and he, he actually he, he says he mentioned it before about how his brother was an embarrassment, and he sort of impersonates him, and it's quite grim. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I think he's got all these now. He's sort of. He's, I think he's by this time, completed his plan. Yeah, he's lost he's, his mind. He's, though. he's he's lost it, but he's got all those feelings of guilt. I assume from being away and not being able to help his brother. And he and he actually says to Rose, "Like I just, I just want to lie with my brother." Yeah, yeah. Just, and w- which is well, what he's spilling out then, as he's got this kidnapped this guy, taken him to the barn where his brother had hung himself, and this guy thinks, "Well, I'm next here because well, he's, course, he's yeah. already said that I've killed all that lot they yeah. used to be with, and the only way you're getting out of here is if I'm dead. This yeah. is the only way that's ended, and he can't believe what well, I'm dead or you no." Paddy well, I think part of it wants is to end himself here. Yeah, I was going to say there's like because there is quoting from the Bible all the way through this movie, and if there is like some sort of Christian message behind it, then and he is quoting, you know, the Bible right at the first opening lines of the or not the Bible, but he's talking yeah. about God and and yeah. uh, the Christian God. He knows then that he's as guilty as anybody else. And so he has to pay for his crimes. So that's what he has to get the guy to finish him off. Yeah. yeah. I still I, I, I still sort of wondered after the, because this is a very, very thought provoking film. I can tell you, I watched it in, a, a, in, a, in an evening 
10, 11 o'clock the next day, I still had a bit of a feeling of anxiety about me. That's how jarring the, 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 you know, and chilling the performance and the, you know, the subject matter of the film like were to me. But I did wonder whether or not with that final kind of like sort of chapter, whether or not he knew that the other guy, I think he kind of knew that this guy probably wasn't as complicit as others in the, in the tormenting of his brother. And the guy admits, he goes, because he says, what did you do? And he said, I, I just didn't stop them. That yeah. was like, he goes, basically saying, I didn't join in, but I didn't stop them. Yeah. I should have, and I could have, but I didn't. And he says pretty much the same to his wife when he's s yeah. spilling the beans. So I, again, I don't know whether Paddy's, you know, what's Paddy, it? Contraband. Rick, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, whether he, that was his plan all along to get this guy to kill him or whether he was going to kill this guy and then whilst he was stood there he was like i'm i'm sick of this now i, I feel like i've got my revenge and i know i've become a monster so i just want you to end me mm. but at it, one point i wondered if he was going to end up hanging himself okay like which, yeah know what the fuck was going on cheeky little wank first <laughs> yeah it was david carradine yeah yeah so that is it and he has died and the other guy sort of stumbles out of there covered in blood and with this has to live with this for the rest of his days yeah so it, you mentioned it pete but the performance from paddy constein well, for me is fucking all-time great absolutely so yeah good. Well, that scene if if you're unsure about whether to watch this film or not check out the scene on youtube where he stands and stares down sunny after he gets out of this car and he's talking about sure. him being in the park. He's really good in it, that things. guy as well. He he's is, brilliant yeah, in it. Yeah. But that scene there will just tell you all you need to know about this character and, and the way this film's going because this is a guy who psychologically has all these guys just in in his hand and he yeah. will crush them when he wants. You mentioned it before, Riggs, but you know, if you if you put the mask on him, you know, it could be Michael Myers mm. or, you know, it could be Jason Voorhees. This is effectively a slasher film, you know. But it does so much film. more with it. Like, I, I, I'm i not, you know, guys with masks that, they're, you know, there's, there's Jason, there's the Halloween guy, like, they're, they're the ones you just mentioned, yeah. I think. But, you know, and then there's, like, 13, like, iterations of them and yeah, 15 not, not and like stuff. And films. it's so boring, so been done before. What, he's just going to chase some more people around and torment them, but with no real depth to the character that I'm aware of anyway. This does so, so much more. In some ways, it's scary. It is much scarier. I've seen Friday the 13th it, films, and you know exactly life, what's going to happen. With this, you didn't fuck it. Mm. I, didn't know what, I didn't know how bad the executions were going to get. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I fucking, a couple of times, I was like in the film, and I had to just like have a look around my room to make sure I was still, <laughs> that I wasn't yeah. a threat here. Well, the, the threat of violence earlier on is almost as bad as when it's actually on leashed you guys i know are huge fans of combat jackets yeah mm. um, mm. he wears the m1965 combat jacket which I is the same was, yeah. one that travis bickle wears in Taxi nice Driver. nice yeah. obviously Do you want the a gas mask stat yeah it's a cold war era russian gp5 without the filter without the filter didn't have the filter mm. no. yeah i was wondering if he throws anything down what would filter that out the budget for this 723 pounds sterling 723 what? pounds with three zeros on the end so thousands oh, oh so not, right. not quite a million so 
not a huge budget, but do you think it made money or lost money? I, it's one of those films, it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's it's, it's one of those question, films. Dan, so well, I would say that it's made money. Yeah, same. I would say that it's made money. It's not going to I, would, I don't made... expect huge returns. I can't see this. I, I don't even know if it was a cinematic I release. It trebled its money. It was a cinematic release in the UK. I reckon you could cut together a trailer for a foreign audience that people would go, oh, I'll watch that. that yeah, definitely. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a hit. 200,000 US, I'm afraid. Uh, All I can think is that some of it, obviously you can make a trailer look good, but some of the the scenes that don't have Paddy Constantine, so when it's just the guys in their flat talking, it's very... Well, low budget. Well, but it's very provincial sort of accents yeah hard for it would be a hard sell mm. to get this scene yeah. overseas it must be i, I mean i know well, there's a cult so. following for this because straight so after i saw this film i went into work the next day and i just started saying to people have you seen this film yeah. have you seen this film? and i did it again all over the weekend when i was at football and so and every single person who'd seen it their reaction was exactly the same yeah. going like oh my god yeah and it was almost yeah. like they were back to that place that I was at, feeling fucking terrified and anxious, but also in total awe of pr- predominantly the performance. Yeah, yeah, but also the you know the the you know the script, the idea, and and everything. Well, it's done well in Jersey then, but perhaps not so well everywhere else. Yeah, mm. strange. But I love it. I think it's great. Absolutely the same. Yeah. Yeah, winner for me. Watch it. <laughs> 